0: Welcome to the Classified Cheat Codes Podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. I am one of your hosts, Josiah, from Caterpillar Mom Plays. And I'm
1: your other host, Hill House, from the Big Love Club.
0: And we are here, once again, to bring you the recap of what we saw in news in the last week as far as video games go. Um, yeah. And it, it
1: is a very slow week, but we are going to... Not much to- news, but good stuff. There's some good stuff, though. That's the cool thing. It's not much, but it's it's not At about At least it's quackety. mostly positive, it's about
0: right? <laughs> it's about
1: quality. Yes. Right. <laughs> it's mostly positive. Yes.
0: Okay. Um, so to start off, we always talk about games that we played last week. And I have said for two weeks that I was going to play Blink's Time Sweeper. And I have not still, but what? I've done half the battle. Half the battle is installing, and I have installed it. So I am happy to report
1: that I have installed <laughs> Blink's the Time now, is Now, is this remastered, or is it just the old game?
0: I think it's not remastered. I think it's just ported. And that is an interesting thing, because I think before we started seeing the original Xbox titles appear on Xbox with the original yeah. Xbox logo on the top, they were remastering everything that they yes. were porting. But when yeah. I guess they got into porting them... Um, Without doing anything to them, they uh, are not remastering them anymore.
1: I guess it's just faster to just basically port it, which is a well, shame. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that the other day because it kind of it, it kind of makes sense because I forget who mm-hmm. it was that I was talking to about it. Um, it may have been uh, Trio or um, yeah, it probably was Trio. But we were talking about the fact that uh, um, games aren't being remastered anymore, and uh, one of the things that I that I brought up that I thought was a possibility is you put out the old version of the game as an Xbox classic or a PlayStation classic, and you see what the reception is before you even think of doing a remaster. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then kind of throw that word into the community on a Reddit or something, you know, the way these sneaky bastards do it. And, you know see if there's any kind of life to that and i mean to me it's a it's a good move because you know that people are going to want to play the classic uh they may not even have a hold of it anymore and if they can get it for download why not you know and they can get it and play it and relive the the good old days but uh you know i i honestly think it's a good it's a sneaky kind of uh, calculated move is what i think it is is to see if there is any interest in it which obviously there is interest in blanks and uh, I think a remaster would probably get a lot of attention, but, you know, maybe it's a way of testing the waters. That's just my two cents on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it won't be a short st- I think short news day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the um, the main disadvantage to the way they're porting them now by just basically uploading new original Xbox games every month is I'm just disappointed that there's no achievements. Um, None of these games have achievements attached to them. Really? Yeah, and it's... I don't know. I feel like it's a wasted opportunity. So, for example, Blink's the Time Sweeper will not have achievements attached to it, but the remaster of Voodoo Vince will. And they came out, like, in the same year. So (laughs) it is awkward that that is a thing. Um. But yeah, remasters are just not really as important anymore because I feel like I feel like they just remake games from the ground up if they're going to go through the effort of remastering now. You know, I think remakes are more popular than remasters. Um, but there's also this competitive nature between Game Pass and Nintendo Online, and what's the other one? PlayStation really is not competitive in the classic games market, <laughs> but between well, I was you know, yeah, I'm just
1: saying that there there's are this some competition games I think for, though, that people might consider classic on PlayStation, isn't there?
0: There is, but they're so anti-classic games on PlayStation, they want to make it as hard as possible for you to ever play them. It's they just are not good at handling the uh, community. Um, but what I was saying was between Game Pass and xbox's library and nintendo's library there's like this competition of who can put the most games up so if it's about quantity then i can see that's why they're just uploading games without adding achievements tied in and stuff but i do think it's a missed opportunity because i do i enjoy achievement hunting and i also enjoy playing older games and the fact that they are not both available at the same time is a little disappointing i feel like it would be pretty easy to throw them in there but i don't know much about you know how that works (laughs) um (laughs) yeah it it, i guess it has to do with the way the game save and you would have to change the way the game saves for it to uh recognize when you pop achievements even if you just made it time-based rather than action based if you made it yeah i can see that yeah if you threw like 10 achievements on and then split how many levels there are into 10 even parts you could make it, you pop achievement every time you save a certain level, you know, but if it doesn't save in the actual like Xbox emulator, the Xbox One or Series X, um, for example, 360 uses an emulator to save and it's a whole like different system of that. I guess they have to keep up to date just so that the achievements still work. But the original yeah. Xbox ones that they've been uploading, I I don't know how they save. If they save only like locally or on some other like emulator, then they would have to like design some way around it. But that being said, I, <laughs> um, I the point was that I've done half the battle and I've installed it. But yeah. we'll, hopefully, I'll play it this week.
1: But we'll see. Once again, we veered off.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> As far as games that I've played this week, um, I did get to play the um, Ariana Grande um, Rift Tour on Fortnite. Fortnite, And it was was very impressive. And... Oh, man. I meant to pull up notes for this. I just thought I could keep it all in my head. Maybe I can keep it all in my head. Maybe I have it all. Um, Oh, wait. I do have it here. It was... Very surprising. Um, I know there's Ariana Grande fans that would be mad at me saying this, but I feel like the opening of it was the best part. And usually when they have artists on these virtual concerts or experiences, whatever you want to call them, um, it's usually just the one artist. But this one had three opening songs that were not Ariana Grande. And I believe that that was really cool because it was just it was like opening acts or like trying to introduce people to more music that maybe yeah, they didn't yeah. know. And now none of these songs are like in the artist or anything. I mean, the opening tracks were, um, marshmallow and juice world and wolf mother. And what was the other one? I'm trying to remember the other one. The other one was Diplo and, uh, Oh my okay. gosh, I forget yeah. her name. But anyway, um, I think those were really cool choices. And then when they got to the Arena Grande part, it was like that was the main attraction. Um, the other thing I had to say about it was I I think it had more interaction than the other ones that they've had in the past. Like, um, for example, you can go look it up on YouTube. Um, there's some pretty good streamers that have full recordings of it. Um, like, for example, the first sequence is you surfing And there's these things you can collect. So it's competitive in that uh, nature while you're listening and experiencing the visuals. You can actually like race your friends and collect these like orbs and stuff. So that's cool. And then the second part is just you like bouncing on the head of a cuddle team leader, (laughs) which is really weird. Um, And then the third part was you flying a plane and fighting. um, I forget his name. Because I don't know much about Save the World, but I know he's from Fortnite Save the World, um, and that one has a point base, base system too, and it tells you who the gets the most guy, points at the uh, end. The foundation. Of yeah. Okay. And um, then the last part is actually the whole like Ariana Grande thing, but I don't I don't know. It had more involvement than before, so I think that was really cool. Like you could actually like do things. And it wasn't you just watching something, so that that was a that was like an improvement. And I felt like this experience improved on like every other one that they had, but it also had still so many trippy things. And I can really appreciate all the artistic nature of it. And there's a lot of callbacks to Ariana Grande music videos. I saw a bunch of those, but the one thing that I did think was interesting was that the two. Not the two most, but two of the most famous <laughs> rappers that have died in the last five years were both on this because the opening track was Juice World in Marshmallow. I thought it was really cool yeah. to hear Juice World on it. But then they also included the song that Ariana Grande did with Mac Miller later in the Ariana Grande part. So I don't know if kids playing the game know that. <laughs> But most of the general public, I believe, would know that. But it was interesting that within a. Like, I think it was like eight songs. Within an eight song visual experience, there were like two really famous rappers that have passed away. And I thought that that was interesting. But it was also cool because it would feel awkward if you made. <laughs> I say this it would feel awkward if you made an experience about. Juice World or Mac Miller in Fortnite, like just them. But it makes more sense to push them in as like a guest artist. You get know what I'm saying? It's a little less awkward. But I know I say that, but I, I don't I don't put it past Fortnite for like attempting to make a Juice World or Mac Miller skin. It would be weird because they're not living. <laughs> but um I said it was weird when they made um The first one, when they made... uh, Oh my gosh, what's his name? (laughs) Everyone's names are escaping me. But it is really weird. Um, Even the Ariana Grande skin is weird in the game. I think putting real people as skins is weird in the game because I said before, like, if they happen to get in an accident or die or something, it'd be really weird with a bunch of kids running around with skins of
1: them, but... Uh, you know, I yeah, kind of. I don't kinda. know. The thing is, in they a way, were released you know, while I they're think it's alive. A way to pay homage, also, you know. True. Um. True. Speaking know. of paying I, I homage, really
0: <laughs> there's some weird stuff. So, first of all, when they so they just released the Superman skins like yesterday, I believe, in the game, and they're actually pretty easy to get, and I'm pretty. Uh, impressed with that. I like the fact that it's not hard to get the Superman skins in the Battle Pass, but it, there's immediately this super weird feeling where once you get it and you're playing as Superman and you can't fly and you're holding an AR is super weird <laughs> because the image of seeing Superman or even Clark Kent holding a uh, an automatic rifle is... Is really weird. Uh, but it was weird when they added the uh, the Batman skin and the same thing happened. Because Batman is so anti-guns. <laughs> but yeah, those, those have always been little issues whenever you see random people with guns. Like, it's weird to see Ariana Grande with a gun. That's really weird. But um, I understand you can disconnect it because it's just a skin. But it's super weird because Superman is a very famous uh, character. It's a very recognizable image. And to suddenly see him with a over-the-shoulder view of him holding a gun is super weird. But it's cool nonetheless that Superman is in the game. But it's just it's just so funny to me. Um, what's what's also funny is if you have like a sword equipped instead of pickaxes, you're Superman with a sword, which is also super weird. <laughs> but the, but I digress. It's just it's just funny when you throw When you throw characters into Fortnite that are just so recognized as non-weapon holders, you know? But they are still, like, combat characters. Like, it's one thing to say, hey, this singer's holding a weapon. That's funny. But it's another to say this, like, superhero or character from some action movie that was, like, (laughs) anti-weapons is holding a weapon is kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. But anyway... Um, <laughs> all I played was Fortnite and uh, wait, I did play some Overwatch, but
1: like barely any. Yeah, me too. Barely played any. I got, I got, uh, I got raged. So I had to yeah. quit actually, actually, uh, uh, Overwatch actually made me rage. So I actually had to quit. I mean, literally <laughs> screaming. So yeah, first yeah. time in a very long time that <laughs> has ever happened.
0: <laughs> but I mean, it, it is awkward. I was debating on even
1: saying that I played a Blizzard game. I understand that it's really touchy. (laughs) But I put TikTok videos up of uh, Overwatch, and I've had some really good reactions to them, man. I mean, a lot of views and and people sending comments on them and stuff, so it's kind of cool. But uh, um, I haven't seen anything negative about it. I know a lot of people, um, a lot of uh, big streamers have left a lot of stuff, and we'll talk about that probably next week because we need to get some information on that because it is a really big story. And it's still percolating, um, but yeah, they've there's a lot of damage that's been done to that.
0: So. Yeah, I think the only thing that was big, besides the fact that uh, the state of California rejected the lawyers that they brought in because <laughs> they were not oh, yeah. unionized, um, the other only other thing that's happened since our last episode was the fact that the sponsors pulled out of Overwatch
1: League. You yeah. were telling me about that. Coca-Cola and State Farm have pulled out of Overwatch League, yeah. Yeah. And I imagine there's going to be probably more to follow. But, uh, I mean, I keep seeing stuff about Overwatch League is still going on. I mean, these guys are still competing and all this other stuff. And uh, that's what's actually kind of surprising to me. I thought I would have seen some team members, and I'm going to look into that actually, that may have said, you know, we're not going to do this right now. You know, that kind of thing. And uh, But, yeah, I mean, it is a competition. These guys have, you know, that's what they get paid to do, so... Yeah, it's their job. Obviously, they're going to do it. So. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's a very awkward situation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also, but, what's interesting to point out is the
1: fact that Jeff got out right before all this. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be any backlash on him. You know, what uh, What was his involvement? Or he may they, have saved know,
0: his career. <laughs>
1: it may have. It may have, you know. Uh, but maybe, uh, yeah. maybe he knew
0: it was brewing. But the thing is, you can't even say that because they have had accusations over the years this isn't a new thing that's why there's this this reaction because they and he was he was
1: actually he was basically the lead developer on overwatch so it could be that he may have been out of the loop because he was a good guy that wasn't going to get involved in that so they didn't put him in that loop you know that group of guys that was doing what they were doing so it could be that he's completely innocent i uh, you know who knows you know i hope he is because he seems like a really good guy and uh Yeah, I'm hoping for the best on that. I at least want to have one hero in there somewhere. But uh, if he knew about it and didn't do anything, then yeah, of course, there's going to be some backlash for that. True. Yeah, Yeah. it's one of those things. But anyway, back to the show. A game I played, guys, was uh, Splitgate. And uh, I played this game back in 2019 when it was Splitgate Arena Warfare. And I think I did talk about it a little bit, and I may not have been nice about it either. Um, I did not like it. Uh, it was not my cup of tea back then. But, uh, and this is before Apex Legends. I mean, this is 2019 when this stuff, uh, you know, uh, came out, and it was more, you know, uh, well, basically, Splitgate was a it it wasn't before 2019 i i said it wrong it's more of a it it kind of remembered the games before 2019 the arcade shooters the the those kind of styles man and um Basically, it came back just recently as Splitgate. It's an open um, or a closed beta. Uh, You have to uh, purchase or no, it's an open beta. What am I talking about? It's a free to play game. I don't know why I said that. And it's uh, uh, you could get in it and play it. So I figured I would give it a try. I know some people that are playing Splitgate right now. That's all it's called. There's no more arena warfare. And um, now at this time, it's also cross platform on Xbox and PlayStation and free to play. Now. They've dropped a whole lot of new content, and they've added a lot of new things to it, so I went ahead and I gave it another chance. And I am in love with this freaking game, dude. This game is Portals meets Halo, and it is effing awesome. It is so cool to play this game. You can be sneaky as hell. You can run and gun. Uh, My very first game, uh, expected. Uh, I'm not a shooter player. But uh, I got my butt kicked. I was annihilated in every turn that I took, every portal I tried to throw. Um, You do have the ability to be a dumbass and run off a ledge or float off a ledge if you don't jump far enough and use your jetpack, which I did multiple times. And my first game, I ended up with no kills. Uh, I died numerous times, like I said, but I had no kills. Um, But it clicked. All of a sudden, second game, 12 kills. Third game... I think I had 15 kills Mm -hmm. and it fluctuated in between that. And uh, I was having a hell of a good time. This is a fun, fun game. I can see this game being the next competitive game that's out there. They have tons of, of modes. The maps are completely different and unexpected. Some maps are way better at getting tight shots at a long range. Some maps are better for running and gunning with a pistol and a shotgun. It, it just depends on what it is that you want to, you know, uh, where you're playing and uh, what kind of uh, aggressive stance you're going to take against your enemy. Um, they have the total normal weapons that you would expect. Um, the ballistic firearms, carbine rifles, shotguns, pistols, that kind of shit, um, sniper rifles. And then you get your, your futuristic plasma rifles and rail guns. And... They're really cool. They don't have any kind of recoil that I've noticed on anything. Um, you just have to have good aim. That's all there is to it. Headshots are rewarded greatly with a kill. And I was getting several headshots, man. And it 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 just felt good. It. I was playing on PC. I want to try it with a controller. I know several PC players that are playing with controllers right now. And uh, they are... Just huge, fantastic. One of them is a master-ranked player right now, even though it's still in beta. Uh, But it's technically a soft launch because the store is open. Um, They have cash transactions that you can make. Uh, Since you're playing in the beta, you get all the little beta titles with the... uh, It's a free... uh, What is it called? Uh, What is that thing called that you can buy? The season passes or whatever? The Battleground Pass? uh yeah
0: just battle pass yeah
1: so the battle passes are free also um all you have to do is just keep leveling and keep playing and you get you know these really cool things my first six boxes my first six drops that i got that i earned i got uh four rares one legendary and a common (coughs) excuse me so it was uh it was really cool. I was getting, you know, you felt like you were earning some good stuff. Um, when you go into a match, you start out with a pair of starter weapons. Uh, you can run across other weapons. If you kill somebody, you can pick up their weapon, which I was doing and playing with their skins. It was pissing people off. And uh, you get awarded teabag points, which is awesome. It takes the sting out of being teabagged because it's expected. It's expected. So they take away any kind of that crap. And one of the other cool things that I found out about this, and I'm going to go look at it and see if it's true, but they have found a way to beat the toxic chat that you type in. And that is with when you type in something that's completely messed up and toxic, it'll come back and say something like, boy, I sure wish I could hug you right now or. Oops, I just made a mess in my pants. I've seen things like that. And I'm like, okay, so I got to test this out. And I've heard stories of it uh, from other streamers. And I'm like, that would—that that is an ingenious way to take the toxic crap out of the type chat and just make it to where you laugh at it. And the fact that you get teabag points or you get uh, teabag awards or whatever it is, takes the total you know, nastiness out of the whole teabagging thing. I watched several times when I died as I got teabagged and I was like, okay, Hey, you got some points rock on. You know, it didn't bother me at all. So this game is 100% cool guys. And, uh, I, like I said, I'm not much of a shooter guy and it took me a little while to get used to, uh, doing the portals. Um, you know, and then, you know, you could also destroy them real quick, etc. Uh, you use grenades to destroy up other people's portals. You can go through their portals and it, just the different ranges of the maps. They're very tricky, very sneaky. Uh, you could die from your own hand, which I did a lot. I hate to admit it, but there is a stream out there that everyone can see. And um, its it's just a great game. Uh, there are some people that are extremely aggressive. They can sneak up on you. They know how to use those portals, so you have to learn that part of the game. I think if you learn your portals, the jetpack is a gimme because a lot of people already know how to use a jetpack and how to how to do the double the double jump, so you can use it, etc. Um, but yeah, this is a great game. I recommend it one hundred and fifty thousand freaking percent, man! It is so much fun. I'm not a shooter guy, but I had a blast playing this. I actually played for two and a half hours and didn't. Didn't see where the time went. Had a great time. So get the game, get portals or I'm sorry, split gate <laughs> and, uh, and have a, have a blast man. Level up through your battle pass, get some cool skins and have some fun Fun with your friends, man. You can play, uh, some matches are three players. Some matches are four and, uh, just have a good time. It's, it's totally, yeah, I've seen game
0: worth it. it looks pretty crazy. The only complaint, oh my God. That I've heard. it is,
1: it is so fast paced and nuts, man. It, it just, but shooting somebody that's floating out of the sky is so <laughs> it's just so cool, <laughs> man. And jumping in the air and spinning around because you hear something and you're, boom, you catch the guy. Just these cool, crazy shit can happen. And yes, there are people that are going to be way better than you are. It's, that's just the nature of the beast when it comes to gaming. But uh, this, this game is so fucking cool. Get it. Just get it, play it and uh if you can tell us what you think about it
0: yeah the only complaints i've heard about the game is the limited places to put your
1: portals yeah you have to use but but see that's the thing it's not very limited at all actually because some of them i was i would put an opening in my spawn And then I would fight my way over to the other side and I would put my other portal somewhere where I didn't think they were going to find it. So I could just sneak in and out and go back and forth. And a couple of times it worked really good. (laughs) I was getting like triple kills and shit, (laughs) but uh, yeah. uh, Once people caught on then yes, it, it, it definitely, um, it definitely can be, it can feel limiting, but it, at the same time, it didn't. If that makes any sense, it felt like there were options. You just had to find them. Right. You had to be. You have to be creative. You really do. It's. It's one of those kind of games, and yeah, it's just so. It's so cool, man. I think you'd love it. I really do.
0: Yeah, probably. I do need to check it out. What's it available on? What are the platforms?
1: Uh you can get it on PlayStation. You can get it on Xbox. I believe those two are crossplay. It's not crossplay with PC and those yet. Um, hopefully it will. I. I don't know, but uh, it's on Steam. Uh, That's where I have it. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah, it is so cool. I can't wait to try it with a controller and see how that goes. I I just feel like I'd have more, you know, uh, control over my portals and and that kind of thing.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Um, Yeah. You know what? I mean, I guess we can still play the news music. I just don't feel like we have as many stories as we had just chatting but yeah i'll just roll the news music real quick <laughs> news pitch. News pitch. News pitch. News pitch. oh yeah it's time for the news bitch Okay, so the only thing in news that I have <laughs> is really simple. It's going to seem really lame. but Mine are uh, fast too, though. Is uh, that Xbox, to the Xbox insiders, has rolled out a update that is a night mode for your Xbox. Ooh. And this seems like. This sounds naughty. <laughs> You're right. Um, it seems like something that should have been added years ago. And I feel like. PlayStation users are gonna laugh at this for one one half of it. Uh, it's allowing you to dim the screen so that it's not as bright, which is something you could do in your TV settings. But whatever, and it's also allowing you to dim the LEDs on your controller and on the Xbox itself, so you can make those little lights not as bright. And that's it. Well, that's not fun. <laughs> so who wants, so anyway who wants dim anyway dim controller lights anyway playstation since ps4 has already been able to dim the controller light that's already been a thing but that was more for i don't think people saw it as i don't want to light up the whole room i think people saw it as hey i want to preserve battery life i don't want this flashlight always on on my controller We so,
1: discovered playstation's edge that's why I don't know. Sold so many more. I
0: don't know if uh, Xbox controllers will have more battery life if you dim the Xbox button. Probably minor, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll find out that it actually does help a lot. But uh,
1: yeah, that's it. Could that's be. It. There's a dark mode, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's all my news. <laughs> well, I got a, a fun little piece of news for you, man. I think you might like this. Uh, you remember the Commodore Amiga 500? Yes. Okay, it was a home computer, and it was a popular gaming system. Uh, Well, the A500 Mini is now being developed by a company called Retro Games Limited. Um, They previously released the mini version of the Commodore 64. And uh, the Amiga 500, I guess, was one of the... uh, It was the most successful, if I'm reading this right, model of the Amiga family of PCs. Um, that has started to appear in the mid 80s and um yeah apparently it was a pretty uh popular uh gaming system i don't think i had this one uh in particular um yeah i don't think i got this one man uh but it says that the um the mini uh a500 mini is going to be completely bla- well basically based on the amiga 500 but it'll also emulate the more powerful AGA graphics hardware from the Amiga 1200, so uh, it's going to have a little bit of a boost to it, etc. It looks like it's <laughs> it uh, it looks uh, kind of cool, man. It's this little mini version of it, and it's got a controller. It's got a little the square mouse with two buttons. Um, the games that have been confirmed so far. Uh, with, well, there's not a complete list that I have, but these are some of them. Alien Breed, 3D, Another World, ATR, All-Terrain Racing, uh, which I, I remember playing that with some of my friends. Uh, Battle Chess, Cadaver, Kickoff 2, Pinball Dreams, I played that one too. Simon the Sorcerer, Speedball 2, Brutal Deluxe, The Chaos Engine, Worms, The Director's Cut, and Zool. Um, there's going to be 25 games total, um, and you'll also be able to add more games with a WHD load an installation package for Amiga software Um, the ability to switch between 50 and 60 screen refresh rate uh, new save parts um, a CRT filter all sorts of different scaling options Uh, so yeah it's going to be pretty cool man Um, it comes with that you know like I said that square two button USB mouse and well it's USB now and uh yeah I, those things are not uh ergonomic at all and uh the keyboard <laughs> on it is not going to be functional um that's just a nostalgic thing but you can hook up your own keyboard via USB so that's kind of cool it's just a uh, a visual keyboard because it is a mini. It's going to be a lot smaller. I don't think people would be able to uh, type on it in a rapid, rapid kind of way. But anyway, it's going to come out early next year. It's going to cost about one hundred and thirty-nine dollars, and yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. I might actually pick it up. Um, I got the uh, I got the PlayStation Mini, and um, I really haven't played much of that, man. I I, I kind of got into it a little bit, maybe for a week. And then I was like, yeah, you know, the graphics were boring me and the nostalgia had worn off. So I went back to uh, the regular stuff. But, yeah, this looks kind of cool, man. It's something that, you know, for the collector, they may want to get it. But, yeah, the A500 Mini is going to be coming out. The Amiga Mini. It's a retro remake. Go check it out. You're going to love it. Uh, Speaking of Blizzard, because we were talking about them earlier. (laughs) Diablo 2 Resurrected Open Beta is going to be uh, happening next week. Um, some players are going to get it sooner um, as of uh, August 13th. But August 20th is supposed to be the public open beta. But if you've already pre-ordered the game, then August 13th, you're going to be able to uh, go ahead and play that game in two days. Um the uh, open beta is only going to be limited to the first two acts. That was what happened in the um, alpha. and um, But there is no level cap this time. Um, you can go ahead and just grind your weight up to whatever it is that you want to be and uh, do your thing. Um, they're only going to have five of the seven classes available. Uh, Paladin, Druid, Barbarian, Amazon, Sorceress. Uh, multiplayer is going to go ahead and be enabled. And, uh, they're going to be able to support up to eight players in cooperative or PVP. So it's not the full blown thing, but, you know, you're going to get to go ahead and play it. I'm a little worried about how well this is going to, you know, go over because of what we were talking about earlier, because of all the backlash with the whole Blizzard thing, um, with all these, uh, huge streamers that were talking about playing the, uh, Diablo two Resurrected, um, game on stream, actually streaming it and, uh, pumping it up it's uh yeah i just i think this isn't going to be as well received as they were hoping um it'll still probably be you know it'll probably still make them some money but um yeah so it's going to be that also if you get the chance to play it in two days on the 13th uh until the 20th um and you get the chance to play that beta all of your progress is going to carry over on the 20th. So you're not going to lose any of that. So all the noobs that start on the 20th, they're going to see your overpoweredness and uh, they will stand in all of you. So go ahead and do that. Uh, Early access kicks off at 10 a.m. Pacific daylight. That's 1 1 p.m. Eastern and uh, 6 p.m. BST in Great Britain. So, yeah, man. Open beta starts at on August 20th at the same times. And uh, the open beta is only going to run for three days on a weekend. I believe that's going to be a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. uh, But if you get the chance, man, if you've already pre-ordered it August 13th, you'll go ahead and uh, get to play it for a week before the noobs do. But yeah, I'm really interested to see how well-received this gets uh, because of all the backlash that Blizzard is facing, so...
0: It's yeah, I feel weird. like it's bad timing. I saw the ad I on really the Xbox too. store yesterday, and I was already thinking, like, wow, maybe they should have delayed that, or maybe they shouldn't have paid for that ad. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> not know. a good... I don't I don't think it was a good time to do this, man. I really well, don't.
0: Well, I mean, it was already planned out. I can understand that, but they do need to... I feel like they need to delay it.
1: I would have know. delayed it. Yeah. I would have said, you know what, Uh, we're going to delay this by at least 90 days, man. Find out what's going on, you know, or at least six months. Find out what's going on with the uh, with the whole lawsuits. And uh, yeah, Yeah. I just don't know, man. I'm up in the air (laughs) on how well this is going to do.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is it's. Them continuing on. With their games acting like nothing's going on, is going to offend yeah. people, making people think that it's not serious. Mm-hmm. And if they delay it, it also just offends people that were waiting for the game that don't care about the drama, which is funny because it's like, of course, you're, you should care about it. But I mean... I don't know. It's a touchy subject to talk about separating the game from the creator. Um, Yeah. Especially since it's probably not the full teams that created these games that aren't wrong. But the thing that people are actually protesting is the fact that nothing was done about this sooner. You know, it's a zero tolerance thing for the environment, you know. Where whether or not if someone wasn't at fault, even if they were existing in that type of atmosphere for, you know, five, six years, maybe more, um, there should have been more whistleblowing is basically what I think people's opinions are on this, you know?
1: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is we as like um, content creators ourselves, we can't even tell people to go play the game because then like... That's that's wrong of us to say that. We have to say that the game exists and you can play it, and I mean that's fine. <laughs> of course, I don't support um, what they were doing and what they're being accused of. The thing is, you people, know, it hasn't even been yeah.
1: I, I look at it like this: game. people, people can play what they want. I don't care. Me personally, I'm not going to support them by s- streaming any of their content. Uh, If I play a little bit of Overwatch, I might have a clip or two that I'll use for a TikTok, but I'm not going to do any uh, streaming of any Blizzard games right now until this is my personal thing, though. This is how I personally feel about it, that I feel awkward playing and streaming a Blizzard game um, because I feel like I'm promoting a company that did wrong by Several people and that needs to handle it and handle it in a swift way, you know, and meaningful way. Um, Like you were saying, you know, do something that's going to, you know, show people that, hey, yes, we take this seriously because it really doesn't appear like they they do right now. And uh, yeah, I just with all that being said, you know, I me personally, I'm not going to play anything and stream it. Um, If other people do, I don't hate them for it. That's their choice uh and you know it's a it's a free world that's how i look at it you you do what you feel that you want to do um it doesn't mean that i won't support them or or hate them in any way it's just me personally i just i just don't feel comfortable playing and streaming a blizzard game right now
0: yeah i don't know it's just it's crazy because some people would argue even if you play the game you're supporting their servers but i mean you can also argue argue back that if it's a game that's completely paid for, like say Overwatch, yeah, and you're so not paying for it. I've anything already paid it. for
1: it, so I want my money's worth. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're already getting you're just getting your money's worth out of it. But I mean Yeah. I don't know. It's such a slippery slope. But then there's really the other is. hand, um, not the other hand, but the other side is um the whole innocent till proven guilty thing where it's like, isn't it crazy to be protesting when um these are just accusations. I'm not saying that they're That's not true, true. That's true. I'm saying that when it comes to uh, not, can- I'm not even saying this negatively about cancel culture, like this is a big issue. I'm just saying that when it comes to how the internet reacts to things like this, they don't wait till the court case gets
1: <laughs> done. they really don't. The court it's of like, public opinion has a lot of influence, dude. Yeah, it's like a
0: immediately lot. once it is suggested there is backlash and um boycotting. So I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying that it is right to let a company know that you don't approve of, you know, XYZ. But it is interesting that like what if it came out man, I can't even say this say it's a different situation and what if it came out that the accusations were false then i mean that's pretty shitty for how the community handled what they did to the company i'm not saying that people shouldn't boycott it i'm saying that it's interesting that the way culture handles situations like this is they they don't care about the court case they just care about what they know
1: (laughs) and that's why i'm just like kind of you know just casually stepping back watching what happens and then i'll make my full decision after i see everything you know what i mean but i think that just stepping back and watching for right now is probably the best move that i can make as a content creator who don't get me wrong i love blizzard games man Mm -hmm. but i've recently uninstalled diablo 3 i've uninstalled wow because i don't play them uh had nothing to do with the court cases it was just that i did not play them and they were taking up very valuable space on my computer for other games. And, uh, Mm. but Overwatch, that is a game that I love. I still have it installed on my computer. I honestly have posted uh, stuff about Mercy and Moira when I play them and Orisa. Why? Because I think it's funny that if this is true, if these accusations are 100% true and I, I feel like there is some weight to it. Um, that's just my personal opinion. But uh, if everything comes out and it's 100% true, isn't it kind of ironic that a, a bunch of pigs would make such powerful female characters in games that can basically change the balance of a game with, you know, uh, Zarya or Brigitte or... <laughs> <laughs> those i just think it's hilarious that these powerful powerful female characters are in overwatch and i don't think these men intended you know that to happen but it's ironic in a way that these guys who we you know, still don't have, know how deep it runs
0: we don't know yes how, what percentage of people that were developing or creating or updating uh yeah. we involved it's just
1: I just think it's weird that it's ironic that this situation is coming from this company that has a game that has so many powerful female characters.
0: Right. And I think I don't know. I think what we have to think of as creators is that um, the boycotting is because people want the bigger company to know that they don't tolerate X, Y, Z. But it is yeah. interesting that in boycotting you are ignoring the creations of some of those people that were wronged i mean these people were not just going out and getting coffee every day these people were not secretaries or something like that yeah these yeah. people that were wrong were developers and programmers developers and writers designers voice, whatever yeah um they contributed to this art that you're enjoying and just because other people contributed to it too doesn't make it 100 percent a product of evil is what i agree with that. So it it is in a way when it comes to consuming art is that by boycotting it, you're boycotting something that these same people that were wronged probably put like their freaking love into. And I think boycotting the art because you see it as a product of evil is wrong. I do think that you should boycott things. If you see that the company is not
1: self-governing or policing, and that's, that's why I said what I said, because that was the reason that I would continue to play. Is right. because there are so many very valuable and leading powerful female characters in the game. And they're very important to whether you win or lose. I mean, it's a team game, but at the mm-hmm. same time, uh, I think you're right, too, with the aspect of by playing it, you're also supporting the victims that may have developed this game that may have had some significant input in this game. So it's, it's a teeter totter, man. You don't want to support the bad guys, but you want to support the good guys. And so how do you do that? How do you, you know, how do you make it work? And it's just, it's a tough call. It really is. Um, yeah. But either way, regardless, uh, yeah, we definitely have to dig into it more and find out exactly what happened and talk about it because it is a serious issue. And I think that this, what happens in this case is going to change the, uh, Development of games uh, in all these companies forever I think it's going to be a, a new era in how things are handled in these companies and uh, the development of these games
0: yeah and I think it is healthy in a situation like this for people to have a semi or semi uh, neutral opinion on how they approach this um yes. especially for like creators to still enjoy the game but maybe not like go out of the way to promote the game. I st- yes. still feel like that's fine because as I said before, it is innocent till proven guilty type situation and where these are just
1: accusations, but I mean, and you don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater and not right. support the people who may have been hurt by this, who ha- were also developers of the game. So yeah. And know, it's, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. I guess I'm just saying, I don't think people should attack people that have a neutral opinion on this. Yeah. Just because it's an early development, because even I, I think we are making the right choice to say that it's just good to step back and wait till more information comes out, but yes. still be aware of the fact that the reality of how bad it could be, it could be real. I mean, that's not being naive, you know, I think people would think that you're just ignoring it and choosing to, you know, be some sort of bigot or something, but, um, I don't think it's that. I think you're allowed in a situation like this to take it for what it is and yep. wait for more information and not have like a strong opinion because I think people in culture today confuse not having opinion for having a opinion. <laughs> because if you do just step back and say, hey, I'm going to wait for more information on this to come out, but I do understand that there are accusations within it, People you would usually attack that person and say that, oh, well, oh, yeah. you support uh, this type of Not having an opinion means yeah. you have a
1: negative opinion.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. just like, like, no, I don't have one yet because all the information about the case them. hasn't come out yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're quietly supporting them with your silence.
0: Right. And those people that attack people like that would be terrible in a courtroom, and uh, <laughs> let's hope they're never on a jury because apparently they don't want to wait for 12 all 12 Karens to come to the same room. To have it Are you kidding gig.
1: me? 12 <laughs> karens in the same room? Right?
0: <laughs> Can you imagine being tried on trial for something and you look over and it's all one haircut? <laughs> You're like, oh my oh, god. Dude.
1: It would just it would be one of those
0: You're like, "Who picked this? You know, who picked this jury? I thought it was supposed to be like diverse." They're like, "Um, I guess we just uh you got unlucky." <laughs>
1: It would be a time a time paradox, and a black just, hole would open. Dude, we I'm just went to you.
0: Home Goods and got twelve people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I'm good. All right, so uh, let me let me finish this news. <laughs> we keep we keep moving on to this Blizzard story. Uh, let me get to some Rocket League. Uh, have you heard about the new casual mode rules for Rocket League? No. Okay. <laughs> so um, in competitive, if you leave a match, you're penalized right off the bat you get a timeout and it progresses up from there with the higher it is. Well, starting this Wednesday uh, season four is going to be happening, which is today. And um, along with the new uh, competitive reset, there's going to be the normal battle pass, bullshit, you know, cosmetic items, all that stuff. And there is now going to be, Casual player penalization if you abandon more than one casual match per day. Now, uh, a lot of people were pissed off about it on Reddit. People were going off. And one of the biggest posts on there, this thing has like over 13,000 upvotes. Um, uh, No one asked for this. It's casual for a reason. And the guy says, I put my family first when interrupted during a game, any game. It's how I believe you're supposed to be a responsible parent. Casual play in Rocket League has meant that I have not had to completely give up on online games. I can pick up any time I might be free, but if real life comes knocking, no worries. Just quit and play later. Right? Sounds reasonable. Um, Now, what happens is if you leave a match, uh, your first match in casual, if you leave it, you're not penalized. No big deal. But... So if you had to leave for some reason, like, you know, um, the baby's crying or something, you know, you leave and you take off and you come back. There's no penalizing. But if you leave a second match in the same manner, you get a five minute penalty. That's not very big. That's not a big deal. Um, In five minutes, you're going to take care of whatever it is you need to take care of. You're not going to notice the penalty. So if you band, uh, another match within 12 hours, then the timeout goes to 10 minutes, then 20, then 40, then one hour, two hour, and finally up to 24 hours. And like I said, it does not penalize you for the first drop. So a lot of people are saying that even if it got up to 20 minutes, a decent amount of that 20 minutes, you would be running off and taking care of whatever it is that you were taking care of. And by the time you got back, your penalization would almost be over. So some people are extremely pissed about it, but a lot of people aren't. Um, now psionics came out and they gave a statement. Um, this happened, uh, let's see eight. Let's see. So yeah, it goes live here in 45 minutes, actually 41 minutes. Um, now they came out and they made a statement about it and it was really cool. They, uh, I think it was, they said, they're really excited to see all the conversation in the rocket league community around the changes (laughs) that they are making to casual playlists.
0: The changes were made to
1: address the negative, impact to teammates from repeatedly repeated early leavers from Mm -hmm. casual matches. We understand that life happens. So we think that not penalizing the first early exit, then a slow escalation for those who repeatedly leave early from matches is fair. We will continue to monitor how this change impacts one, the match quality and community perspective. Once these changes are live, we think our players are going to adjust quickly and the improvement in quality of play will shine through. We'll be thoughtful about feedback. Once the changes are in place, and players have an opportunity to experience the changes for themselves. I, um, I know from experience, you and I aren't the type of people that just leave matches willy-nilly. So mm-hmm. this isn't going to be something that's probably going to affect people like you or me. Um, but yeah, sometimes people, you know, they leave quite a bit. And you know, I mean, it's really a free-to-play game. That.
0: If you get down What's, by two
1: points, people leave. So. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to stop is the people yeah. who leave because they're losing a game. And, you know, cause honestly, you know, I'm sorry, but you're a big puss if you lose a game to, or leave a game, just cause you're losing, just finish the game, you know, be a, be a, be a good sport and just try your best and finish. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this is a good move. I think there's a lot of places that should be doing a lot of games that should be doing stuff like this. And, uh, Yeah, I I think this is just going to make the gaming news in the next week or two uh, very spicy, muy caliente. So I think some things are going to pop up from uh, several of these stories that we've talked about. But um, yeah, I think this is a good thing, in my opinion. I think it's needed. Um, I'm tired of people leaving casual matches and then you don't get anybody in and next thing it is, you, you lose. Now, with Rocket League, yes, you get a bot and sometimes they can drag in another player from the casual player pool but that doesn't always happen as we've both seen and you end up with a bot that just is no good. So um, yeah, I think this is a good thing. I think this is going to encourage people to stay in the game, finish the game and uh, you know, take your fucking medicine if you're losing and learn from it. So yeah, that's my two cents on that.
0: Um, Yeah, we can close out pretty soon. Um, I do want to talk about the rocket league thing because if, if you de- decide to sit down and play a game and you uh-huh. think you have enough time to play the match uninterrupted and then something happens and you have to go take care of it and it kicks you from the game and you don't get penalized. If you have not resolved what you had to take care of and you decide to start another game That's um, on you. That's on you. Yeah. Uh, maybe play a different game. Um, even if you thought you had it taken care of, for example, like a crying baby or a sleeping baby, if you thought you got him back to sleep or something, and you go out and you're like, okay, I think it's under control. I'm going to now play a game under an interrupted. And then you get interrupted again. And it kicks you and it penalizes you for five minutes. It is absolutely probably the amount of time that you had to devote to whatever it was that happened again within the same 12 hours. Let's say you don't have a job (laughs) and you're constantly getting interrupted at home. So there is 12-hour periods where you play and you're going to get penalized. It's just such an absurd situation to complain about this in a practical, real-life situation. Because you have to say that I have 12 hours that I don't do anything at home but play games. But also, I get interrupted all the time. (laughs) It's like a Catch-22 <laughs> where it's one or the other. And if you get interrupted all the time, you should not be playing a game that requires you to be present. Maybe don't play an online multiplayer game. Maybe play some sort of game that you can pause, you know, yes. until you're in a situation where you're not going to get interrupted. I think it's completely on the person that's getting interrupted. I think that person that you read that was complaining about it um, yep. is, is lying to themselves and is like trying to convince themselves that they can keep playing rocket league because apparently they're not in a situation where they should be. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. That's <laughs> exactly. all I have to say about that is because it's just, I feel like it's a good system. I feel like it makes sense.
1: You know? I so, do yeah. too. I agree. I agree. That's all I got though, man. That's it. Sweet. And, uh, well, we'll- I, I was going to talk about a, uh, a uh-huh. video that came out, um, uh, about a game that was in development. Um, A guy directed it, and it was Duke Nukem, The Beginning. And this was a video that he produced, uh, directed 13 years ago, but it is so beautiful. Uh, It's done in 3D, and it is so tight. And it looks so good. Um, but I will talk about it next week because I want to do some digging into it. And I actually want to message the uh, – send an email to the person, see if they uh, will give me some more information on it. But uh, there's a good possibility that this could um, resurrect the uh, the need for this game to be finished because it looks really, really cool. I mean it looks way better than the last Duke Nukem that they just redid. Um, yeah, yeah it's in 3d and it is sick and it, and you can do a, a it's, it's in third person. You're watching Duke in third person. You're not in first person. So it, it it's just fucking cool, man. It really is. It really is. Watch the video. If you haven't seen it, it's the uh, Duke Nukem, the beginning and, uh, or Duke Nukem begins. And, uh, it's either the beginning that begins i i shut the page because i didn't want to talk about it too much but yeah check it out give it a look i'm going to be talking about it more here soon
0: sweet um well we can wrap up the show and we will catch y'all next week and um yeah just like this show is wrapped up remember to no i'm not gonna go there anyway (laughs) anyway we'll catch y'all next week with more of the newest news in gaming uh, stay cool, everyone, and be sure to uh, just enjoy games, you know? Just, yes. Just be out there, you know? Um, but yeah, we will... I do want to talk more about... Next week, maybe we could talk about it more. I do want to talk about the freaking Steam Deck. It is... Is that what it's called? The handheld Steam controller thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited about that. There's, dude. I've seen some people it... like
1: testing it out but i'm telling really you there cool. is going to be none available
0: are we talking There's about it right none...
1: now okay well we can talk about it well, more next no we week. don't have
0: to <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it more next week yeah <laughs> okay we'll catch y'all later and y'all have a great week thanks